it going, everybody? That's right. If you're hearing my voice, it is another magical episode of The Coven Podcast, wherein we talk things all cultural, all controversial, and all our new favorite movie, Black Panther. That's what this episode's entirely dedicated to, because Black Panther, dang, I haven't seen it yet, and I'm sad, but this is not a spoiler-free podcast for those of you that still haven't seen the film and want to preserve your innocence. I am your host, Daily Wilhelm, the Witch of the Wavelengths. Joining me today is... Kaylee Fugate, the sound of the sorceress. And... Dylan Bateson, the mad sorcerer. Hey, nice. I like that one. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Okay, so Black Panther coming out as a multi-million dollar big name Marvel film which when you hear Marvel film it's like I'm gonna have to see it eventually yeah. is essentially what it's mandatory that, that's basically how, that's either you're either part of the people who don't watch it or you're just like the one person in the corner who's like I resist Marvel's like, I hate that Marvel one yeah. person there. I mean even if people are like really tired of superhero narratives mm-hmm. I think it's still uh, we like these big budget action films. Yeah, I think definitely. they attract huge audiences. Even those who are, you know, when the Marvel first started pumping out these films, it wasn't, they weren't necessarily aiming at like just the nerdy people who knew like the names already. It's yeah. like this was giant release. So for Black Panther Ooh. to get such a giant release and be so successful. It's so important and amazing, and I love it so much. How'd you guys like the movie? Because you guys got to see yeah. it. Yeah, I did. Premiere night. Oh, Dang. wow. Yeah. Really... I paid two weeks in advance for the tickets. Oh, I was okay. ready for this. I'm a huge Marvel fan. But uh, the Black Panther, to me, was one of the best. And I say this every time a Marvel movie comes out, <laughs> but it really was. It changed my perspective on the Marvel universe, almost. Wow. Because it was so standalone. Like, if I had never watched a Marvel movie and I went and saw Black Panther, I wouldn't be lost. Like, my mom, who does not like superhero mo- movies, went and saw it, and she's like, oh my gosh, I need more of this. That is yeah. the utmost, like, honest truth for this movie, because, agreed, it is standalone. But it's also uh, just amazingly, like, diverse from what we've seen in terms of, like, the Marvel u- Cinematic Universe, because... In my mind, I think Disney and Marvel are realizing the formula that they've kind of developed is growing stale, and people are realizing that. But with like uh, Pan- Black Panther coming out, and then last year Thor Ragnarok coming out, yeah. like you have these two different directors, two different styles, and two different kind of like ways of looking at something, and it brings this fresh pop. And Black Panther shoots that pop, and it makes it explode <laughs> into wonderfulness. Just big fireworks everywhere every time you say it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Let's just have that sound effect in the background every time we say Black Panther. That Come wouldn't, on. yeah, that wouldn't that wouldn't get annoying to the listeners whatsoever. Um, so, like, it's so you're saying that it's completely like kind of its own standalone. Yeah. Like you don't have to yeah. have seen the other movies to the get the connection. The only thing that does get brought up about the past movie is where Black Panther happens after like Captain America: Civil War, right? Because they always talk about like literally ten minutes in. Yeah, they just go like. In the first act. Um, a week after, like, the bombing of the UN building where T'Chaka dies. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where they just set up. It's like, it's been a week after those attacks. Zemo has been found. Cut to an awesome action sequence where T'Challa kicks everyone's butt. Yes. Yeah, that's literally it. About And you don't, even for that, you wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, now I'm lost in the movie. Like, nah. it's just these little things for people who have, who are invested in the MCU, yeah. basically. Okay. Like me. Okay. I'm I'm really life. glad to hear that because when I 
one of the main like pictures I see going around from uh, Black Panther, especially in when it was like very early in development, was it was always pictures of like T'Challa standing next to Cap, and I was like, I don't want another Captain America movie featuring I th- I Black Panther. I think that's from Infinity. Yeah, War. that that picture got outed as an Infinity War. Yeah, picture. and okay. I think I did because I saw people like, oh my god, he's in this movie, and I think people got it mixed up because it is in Infinity War. Okay, because so that's Black- where the big fight takes place. Black Panther has been like like I looked. Uh, uh, when it was like speculated, I looked up, tried to leak pictures and mm-hmm. all that. Uh, it was locked down tight. It really like, was. Ryan, I think it was either Ryan Kogler or just like Marvel was just like, we know, they know nothing about this film and they, they will know nothing. not. They must not. They must be lost. <laughs> as soon as the trailer drops, then. Yeah. With a sick rap beat behind that trailer. Oh, yes. Everything about the lead up the to this weekend. movie was oh. great. That's actually my least favorite song on the album. <gasps> what? I love that sequence where the weekend's playing in the background. I'm like, the soundtrack for this movie alone is, is should win Grammys and Oscars, oh, it's everything. Lamar. It's like literally right. Kendrick Lamar just threw yeah. songs he's had on the album, which again, nothing wrong with no. that at all. No. Kendrick Lamar, God bless you, but it's just like, I wanted more of that in the yeah. movie. But other than that. I like yeah. how they weaved in African tribal music with rap for some of the characters. Like when they introduce Killmonger for the sequence, they do this He's like very rap drumming, but they have uh, like rap. rap into it. And it's just this wonderful combina- combination of music that kind of overflows you. Like you get the sense of who this character is without really knowing him. Yeah, mm-hmm. because he grew up in America due yeah, to plot Oakland. things. Yeah, he grew up in Oakland. Thank yeah. you. Right. Um, but he grew up in Oakland. So, like, having that, like, mix of the two, like, kind of cultures he grew up in, like, with the native Wakandan from his father, but, like, how he grew up was amazingly well done. Like, um, whenever T'Challa's on there, like, whenever he fights, there's this heavy, like, African kind of beat to it. Mm-hmm. But when they both fight, like, they, they're falling down a mine shaft and, like, they, like, land punches. It goes from whenever T'Challa hits, it's African... Whenever um, Eric kills, it's more rap, like rap beats. And I'm just like, thank you, little details. Oh, my gosh. There's so much about the production of this film that's, like, very indicative of, like, this moment in time, like, how important that is. Um, There's this quote from Time that I really wanted to note. So, like, right now, I mean... There's a lot going on in the news lately, and it's never been the best. No. Um, So in the midst of a regressive cultural and political moment fueled in part by the white nativist movement, the existence of Black Panther feels like resistance. And I think that's why, like, it has been, I mean, it stands out as its own film just because of the merit that it has. Yeah. It's amazing. It's a great film. But what it stands for is just really important in this moment yeah because in my mind um the amount of culture like african culture they put into it like uh i can't remember where i read this from but um it's like it put two groups in it was like white people and african americans or just like african people in general or black people in general whereas like white people will go in with more not will will leave not go in leave with um more appreciation and like like knowledge of the culture mm-hmm. while black people will just be like yes yes yeah. i really think it's a celebration of african culture which has been so delayed for so long yeah because to me there are little kids out there who don't grow grow up with people to look up to and there are kids now looking up to uh chadwick 
and all of those Lapita, all those wonderful cast members saying they look like me and they can do all these amazing things. I can grow up and I can be powerful. I can change the world. And I think that's why it's so important in this moment that we see this uh, movement of the youths. Uh, because I am an old lady, <laughs> the use of uh, coming yes. to power and coming to know that we are all powerful and we all have the motivation to change the world. Yes. Re- uh, representation is yeah. really, really important. So yeah. I'm I'm glad you brought up the cast because yeah. this cast. I want to marry cast. every single Solid. one of them. Y- yes. I want to yes. marry yes. all of them. Everyone. Once I, like, one, Michael B. Jordan and oh Chadwick Boseman, both carved out of vibranium i'm positive of this i have sources they have confirmed <laughs> yes. this but they are made out oh of it. my god like all the characters like there is not one character in this film that doesn't deserve to have the screen time they have oh it's very because everyone true. is like equal in it everyone has like the purpose for being in the scene which is great because in most some movies today like you get like use this character number one you will be important in this scene in this scene alone yeah bye and like they Bye. disappear, <laughs> and then they're gone forever. Yeah. They but they don't matter. It's beautiful, right? They, I think yeah, they all matter to like everyone's new favorite Disney princess matters to princess everyone. Shuri. <laughs> yes. Oh my princess gosh, Shuri. I want of her Wakanda. to be my best friend. She's amazing. Like everything about her is amazing, and it's such a good representation of what brothers and sisters and families should be. Mm. Yes, because they have such a healthy relationship, and it's just so wonderful to see that in a movie, because you don't often see that, like, the brother's always mean, and the sister's snobby, or blah, 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 but it's this good, healthy relationship, like, he respects, because she's a genius, like, um, I think... She makes all the tech. Yeah, she's... And is the comedy powerhouse of yeah. this entire movie. <laughs> yeah, she really is. Um, it's confirmed, it's canon, that she's the smartest person in the world, like, above yes. Tony Stark. Yes! And she's 16 years old. Yes. Like, it's amazing. It only goes up from here. It yes, really does. Everything, everything's just brilliant I feel bad. I don't feel bad for Infinity War, but you're going to have to top that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did see um, an image of her from Infinity War where uh, Nebula's, like, leaning on her. I know, and yeah. I love yeah. the yeah. pose that was under it because it was, like, that scene from Brooklyn Nine-Nine where it's like, I've only known Shuri for, like, a day, but if <laughs> anything ever happened to her i would kill everyone in this room and then myself (laughs) that's true she's an angel i love Uh, it i love it dude uh before we get this um she and like lapita is that yeah lapita dude they got a video out where they're just like freestyling oh i know and apparently that's like all they did like whenever like there were down scenes like there's the big like whole like t'challa's fighting for the crown scene Mm -hmm. like within half an hour of the movie and like apparently, while they were filming that, they would just have rap battles <laughs> the entire like late. The Lapita Nyong'o is just too precious for this earth, and I don't. I just love her so much. Sweet cinnamon bun. She is, and <laughs> she needs to be protected. I love it. I love it. I love that we're. This is an accurate casting. Yeah. Yes. Because though, and I saw people being like online. Of, as they do, doing bad Picking comments the and saying, like, just wait a like, minute, Ew. why, you know, this is an entirely black cast. Why would there be an entirely black cast? Because it's in Africa! We're going to hear yeah. that a lot during this podcast. <laughs> but to my, like, argument for that, it's not just a black cast. They're diverse in their blackness. Like, they're uh, British and they're American and they're from Africa. Like, these people are not solely 
black. They're from all over the world, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. that is diversity in itself. Yeah, yeah, and plus, I mean, how there's so many movies that you can just name where it's like, wow, it's mostly white people in that film, or yeah. just all white people in that film. But then yeah. when we have the reverse for the very first time, everyone we'll get flips angry. tables and yeah. just goes, Grr, yeah. I'm, Why so, are there not white people in Africa? Right, and well, that's let's think. Hmm. <laughs> Hmm. I wonder hmm. why. So, explain to me the one, the the two biggest white faces, the two only white faces in this movie were uh, Andy Serkis's character and yep. Martin Freeman's character. And Double I've been hearing that <laughs> Martin Freeman's character could just not have been in the movie and everything would have been fine. Yeah, because uh, Martin Freeman, um, to my mind, like whenever you think about him in the movie, he's just like the gateway for what at the end of the movie is where T'Challa just goes yeah we kind of need to stop this isolation isolationism stuff and we need to express to the world that we want to help and we want to make it better um but he's kind of like the gateway of just like the first outsider to look upon wakanda who's not andy circus as a in a more positive and friendly light as to where andy circus's character was just there for the vibranium and the money Mm. to me martin freeman who i love dearly do you love him? You're very loved um, here. <laughs> You're loved here. <laughs> I love him. But. He's what every black character in history has felt because, I mean, he's just there. Like yeah. He's like the pe- token white guy. Yeah. He does something at the very end and then that's it. That's yeah. It. He's kind of the new Phil Coulson of the MCU in my <laughs> mind. You know what I'm saying? Because he's not there anymore. He's dead. He's in that awful... Marvels. I'm sorry. That we awful don't talk TV show. about that. Yeah. We don't talk about but Agents he, of Shield. Yeah, but <laughs> ugh, disgusting. Daisy because if Daisy want to come over to that MCU, yeah, girl, you're welcome. True. You're welcome. But like, he's he is a great character in himself, but he's not that important to the story. Yeah. Mm. He serves his purpose and he does it well. Yeah. But um, people are like, why aren't there more white characters? Well, there is a white character, and he's representing what in that situation what it would be like you know yeah oh i just thought of something yeah like it just happened it dawned on me right now and i don't know why it dawned on me earlier i've figured out what andy circus stands for in the movie what uh white greed <laughs> because he steals oh, from oh, wakanda yeah which is an african country and then just like he sells all that stuff and he just keeps going around looking for all these things that are made of vibranium yeah and i'm just Ooh. like wait Wakanda, African country, Andy Serkis white, stealing things. What? (laughs) All of the, like, red tape, like, the red string, like... (laughs) Hopefully I'm not just overanalyzing that, but I think... No, I think you're 100% right. Yeah, because that's... So, Wakanda is not a real country. No. But it kind of represents what could have been if white people hadn't happened Yeah, if slavery wasn't really a thing. And people weren't just like, "Mm -hmm, I'm white and royal, capture them for me. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that. <laughs> I would like to, like, I'm just going to say this now. As a white person, I apologize to the world. I apologize. It does. And I know, like, I feel the same way. I feel so bad when I see these movies and we haven't done, I feel like we've not done anything more to help these people. Yeah. yeah. When it's a direct lineage of we did this. Yeah. Like, the... Uh, Native Americans. Native Americans, Africa. And then yet we, people have the audacity today to be like, well, clearly it means that white people are superior. Just look at Africa because it's in 
you know, tatters. Everything. Like, we did that. So it's like hmm. we did that. It's almost as if when you take advantage of an you entire strip continent, of everything of people, wealth, yeah. like resources, do some you kind genocide. Of put it in the poo, hmm. and then you just be like, oh, they did that to themselves. Bull. Yeah. 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 I, that's that's the. I just love the idea of like Wakanda because I think it's very powerful because it is like what it could have been like. We don't know what might have happened if, yeah. you know, colonialism hadn't happened. It very well could have been the most technologically advanced continent on the face of the earth. Yeah. But instead, slavery happened. Yeah. Yay. It's it's the Africa that was stolen from African-Americans specifically yeah. because, like, the thing about – I keep seeing, like, these posts that go around. It's like, well, you know, there's black pride. Why can't there be white pride? It's like because white people – plenty of white yeah. pride. <laughs> yeah, and white oh. people know where they've come from. They yeah. know yeah. where their family came from, whereas for black people, that was stolen from them. So they get to be black, and they get to be proud yeah. of that and yeah. what they've achieved since. So this is kind of like the people who don't know – where their ancestors came from other than like a horrendous leg- like legacy of slavery mm-hmm. they can look to that and be like this is where I could have been from yeah mm-hmm. and it's like that's so because it's such an yeah. amazing nation mm-hmm. and it's I think that's why like it being an amalgam of different cultures is really important too you know sometimes I think people nitpick and be like well they didn't do their research this is from this culture but this is from this culture and it's like well in this case it's much more powerful yeah. to be more diverse in that. Yeah. Well, Wakanda's history is that it was several different, like, it explains it within, like, the first act of the movie, I believe. Like, the first two minutes. Yeah, it's the like, first two minutes. It's like, like, tell me a story, Dad. I yeah. think it's like uh, T'Chaka telling T'Challa, mm-hmm. like, what's up? And yeah, it and it's, like, like, made up of several different, like, tribes. Yeah, they, like, the yeah. meteor crashed, and then they're like, we can use this to better ourselves. One didn't really like the fact that the Black Panther became royalty, so they mm-hmm. left. But they're mm-hmm. still on solid terms. They're I think just it was like, like seven different tribes. No, it was five, five and then yeah, like the five. gorilla people like went left. to the mountains, yeah. and then it was four. So okay. it was different tribes, and that's why you see this intermixing of different tribal culture. Things. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just been so cool seeing like the Twitter threads of like, here's the screenshot from this. This is from mm-hmm. this culture, like um, the like different headdresses and like the yeah. giant lip discs. Yeah. Like, the Everything about stuff. this movie is pleasing. Like yes. it's so beautiful to watch mm-hmm. uh, because of the vibrant colors and like it's just everything. It's nothing in this movie is drab. Even yeah. when they're in like they're in this interviewing type space, it's still beautiful somehow. Even though it's not Wakanda, like it's they bring gorgeous. Wakanda with them, they bring yeah. the culture with them. Everywhere like, they go, they're representing. Are you talking about the mid-credit scene or something? Yeah, like uh, T'Challa walks in like black suit, like looking dope as yeah. ever. But like you got like this like awesome like like I don't want to call it a scarf, but like it's like a it's like very textile yeah. looking thing. Um, around like his a wrap, like, uh, it's like a wrap around. Yes, him. and like it's so like colorful, beautiful, and like the entire movie, as you said, yeah. like it's just so colorful and beautiful and like so like symbolic of what yeah African culture like is and like how it like should be like awesome and like it is awesome. Like every piece of fashion has history like, to it in yeah. this movie. 
It's just like there's a reason these women are wearing head wraps. There's a reason there's a lip disc. There's reasons for everything. Mm -hmm. And it's just wonderful because it's being represented properly and how it should be. And it's being praised. Speaking of that, um, I just want uh, so Michael B. Um, Michael B. Jordan, mm -hmm. Eric Killmonger. Um, this is just for you and anyone who hasn't seen it. Um, whenever he um, he's like super awesome Omega special black ops thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, for every kill he got, he would like do a thing to his skin. And, yeah, he's yeah, it's, and it's that's like, a part of African culture too. I yeah. can't remember like what uh, people do it or like what like I think I know why they do it, but I don't want to say it. But like it's just like it's a representation of honor of battle and stuff like that. Yeah, and I like I how that got that. thrown in there too. Yeah, and I'm I just liked like it when he took his shirt off too. Again, he's <laughs> made out of a brain. <laughs> oh is. my god. It's just also power. Like... <laughs> it's also good call. Good call on them. They were yeah. like, We we need some reason for you to have your shirt off. I mean take it I mean off. we need to <laughs> have a cultural connection here. Excuse me. Why not both? We can do both. <laughs> so yeah, so like the characters. So I was wondering about so tell me about T'Challa, because I think very easily, like, that kind of character, he's a superhero, he's also a king of, like, a really prosperous nation. That could yeah. get very Gary Stew. Yeah. But he, did he not? His story to me, um, and you can, you can call me out if I'm wrong, mm -hmm. but it was very reflective of, like, Hamlet and uh, the Lion King almost. Yeah, the, which is that, the mm -hmm. Disney version of Hamlet. Yes, <laughs> true. Yes. Um, but his arc was still awesome. Yeah. But like Killmonger to me and like uh, Macabre were a little more interesting. Yes. While I loved T'Challa and I liked it when he took his shirt off as well. We get it. They're I all had more other attractive. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're true. all very attractive. I just want I'm everyone to know that. <laughs> um, but there were other characters that I. Like, I was attached to him, but, like, I was attached to, like, Shuri and Killmonger a little more. Yeah. Because their stories were a little different than his. Mm -hmm. Yeah, his story is, um, I don't want to say stereotypical, but kind of stereotypical for what the, he has to go through. Not Marvel, just, like, oh, in terms okay. of, like, basic storytelling of yeah. guy who wasn't ready to become king, became king, uh, realized uh, past lineage of kind of things. Yeah. And then he's like, I will do the opposite and make it better. And that's kind of basically what it is. But again, as you said, there are more characters with more convincing backstories like Eric Killmonger mm -hmm. because I found myself kind of rooting for him. Like, yeah. because of just like his motivations were completely different from every other Marvel movie we've seen because with like, uh, I'm just going to say this because it's on top. Doctor Strange, it was, we have Doctor Strange, and then we have anti-Doctor Strange. Yeah. With this, we have character with motivation and purpose because he has no, like, intention of being like, I'll steal the Black Panther suit and then wear it and then fight. Because, like, from mm -hmm. the trailer we've seen, like, he dons a Black Panther suit. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's not what he wants at all. He just wants to take over Wakanda and being the Black Panther is, like, the step to do it. He'll mm -hmm. do it. Like, he literally says in the line, I've done all this. I've gone to many different countries just so I could kill you. And he points yeah. at T'Challa. And I'm just like, damn. Yeah, that's that's the big thing I've been hearing. Especially, so like Marvel villains, it's usually like... Cutting carbon you, copy you things. You can't, you can't yeah, sympathize with them. they're no. forgettable sometimes. Yeah. And a good villain is someone where you can see where they're the protagonist yeah. in their own mind. 
Whereas, like, someone like uh, the first Iron Man movie, like... Uh, Obadiah Stane was just yeah. like, I want the power and the money. Uh, the money. <laughs> Who cares if people die? I just yeah. want money. Like, that's, like, very cut-and-dry villainry that doesn't really work, I think. Yeah. Whereas, everything I've been hearing about Eric Killmonger... Ding, because like people are making shirts that say like Killmonger was right. Yes. Yeah. I would wear that shirt. <laughs> I'd wear it. <laughs> His motivation in the movie, it's you see this point of view that maybe I as a white person have not thought of before, mm-hmm. you know? And um and you're kinda like, Man, maybe he's right. Yeah, I, like, I again, I haven't seen the movie, but yeah. I got some quotes from him. So, two, pil- 2 billion people all over the world who look like us, whose lives are much harder, and Wakanda has the tools to liberate them all. Where was Wakanda? Yeah. Yes, I remember that line, too. And, like, I was just, like, like I was speechless because throughout the movie, you will audibly say things like, woo, or, like, damn, or, yeah, like, the all these other things. I was, like, like screaming. The whole yeah. time. Yes. But, like, Constantly. in that moment, it was... Yeah. silent because I think everyone took a moment like no matter what like ethnicity or whatever just went holy crap he's right yeah and um I don't know it's just this it was almost chilling to hear him because he comes from such a heartbreaking background and I think that's what makes a villain is the background and what makes him a villain mm-hmm. and just to hear what he's gone through because T'Challa is kind of in the wrong and so is Wakanda for, and they kind of Just made being hidden yeah. for the entirety of like, yeah. like centuries, maybe even like mm-hmm. millennia. Yeah, like to go on that idea of like, um, we can't help the world; we can only help ourselves. And like, it's I keep forgetting her name, Lapita. Lapita, yeah. Lapita, thank God I can remember that name. Um, <laughs> um, she like she's like the push to. T'Challa for the entire movie. Because she's um, the spy. Yeah. For, she she like sees what's happening in the outside world. Just for her. And um, let's just establish this right now. Wakanda is not like this whole isolationist thing of we don't give a damn about what happens outside the world. Right. They have like people they call war dogs yeah. who are like out there in the world. like Helping. Yeah. Through not, the shadows kind of. They kind of watch. Well, Lupita did watching. in the beginning. Were, well, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, they help. Liberate. They help. Like, yeah, they're just out there. That's what I got from the movie, though, so Mm -hmm. it might be wrong. Well, yeah, but then it goes back to, like, Sterling Brown's character of just, like, the whole, like, Oakland, like, we're going to go around here with these guns and do that. And I'm just like, oh, boy. But, like, um, again, it's just, like, different thing, different story, like, Mm -hmm. depending on where they are. But, like, yeah, the war dogs are there to just be, like, give, like, Wakanda the outside information. Or at least just the top brass of Wakanda. Right. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of that question of like, don't they have like kind of a responsibility to say something or do something? But that's then like a slippery yeah. slope. Cause that's it's the like, moral of what I got. That was the moral of the, like the movie. Should yeah. we help? Should we not? Yeah. It's just this teetering back and forth. Like, yeah. if we come forward, what's going to happen to our country? What's going to happen to our way of life? Because there will be outsiders now. And mm-hmm. that's where you see it. Us. That both points argued one from Lapita of like for it, mm-hmm. and then against it is the guy from Get Out whose name escapes my mind. I apologize, Daniel my dude. something. That man, Daniel. 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 Damn. Okay, Daniel. so just just Daniel for okay. now Daniel. until the last name comes to fruition. Daniel. He's, uh, he's the border patrol guy, mm-hmm. and uh, he talks about how um, he wants to uh, like not let these people come in. 
because like refugees and all that just like he's the border patrol so he has to kind of like think like we i gotta put wakanda first right so like and like Which... from his standpoint it's the perfect point for have it to be argued from him and basically him because again he's security yeah he knows what's up he knows like he knows how the world runs because he's he's also part of the top brass of the country that he knows what's up right yeah, yeah. i didn't expect that kind of <clears throat> social issue to also be played upon there because mm-hmm. it's like we we've that's been his name i have no idea how to say his last name kalua kalua that's it but daniel, daniel kalua. kalua but you know every there's a very highly critical opinion of opinions of being like america first so is this kind of like wakanda first when their isolationist yeah. policies yeah but like from what they've been doing from all the centuries of hiding themselves yeah it's yeah. very wakanda first but as history, the world right now, and what this movie showed, you, you can't do that. Not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. This is not I, the time of, like, monarchies yeah. and, like, all this where people can, like, isolate themselves or, like, cut themselves off from the world. This is the point in the time of the world where we kind of need to come together as people. Mm-hmm. And that's what Ch- Ch- uh, T'Challa kind of comes to at the end of the movie, that he has to be that driving force in the world for change. Like, yeah. he does end up sympathizing with like uh Killmonger. He, yeah he like i think it's during the big fight or like the final moments of yeah. the fight he's like i get where you're coming from like yeah. because killmonger throughout the fight brings up i grew up in oakland like without a dad because yeah. your father took him away and like brought up all these things and mm-hmm. then he's like you grew up here in wakanda with all this prosperous wealth and like opportunity and i'm just like damn yeah and yeah. i think t'challa learns from that like I have to change the world. Yeah. And you see that, you see that kind of full circle because I don't want to give anything away. But at, We can at give it end- away. This is no spoiler. <laughs> no spoiler. Okay. At the end of the movie. Um, oh, right. Yeah. Right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he goes to back to Oakland mm-hmm. and he just kind of, he starts the process of helping the world's people, helping his people throughout the world. And it's just this wonderful, you almost want to cry when you watch it because it's just so good. Like he goes back and he's starting in Oakland and he's going to make the world better. I love it. The reason he goes back to there specifically, yeah. and since this is no spoilers, ha ha ha, um, is because... Right, there is spoilers. There is No, this is spoilers, but this is a yes. spoiler, like non-spoiler free podcast right now, um, is because... Yes, um, wording. <laughs> Sterling K. Brown was the uncle of T'Challa and the son of, and like Killmonger's dad. Right. Um, so. They're cousins. Um, yeah. Yes. Uh, when um, what's, when uh, T'Chaka kills Sterling K. Brown, it's in that apartment he buys. Yeah. Cool. Like, so he goes like full circle story wise of just being like, this is where the sin started of mm-hmm. where we, where Killmonger is, was made. And I'm going to make it right by making this like, a center for helping a Wakanda center for outreach or something like that. And then literally in that scene, he's like, like Suri's with him. And he's just like, wait, no, you're bluffing. You're lying. (laughs) Oh yeah. And then like he hits a button, like hits his bracelet, which is that technology. Oh my gosh. All the technology. It's great. But, um, like, and then one of their ships just lands on the basketball court. And all these kids like see, and they're like, let's take it apart and sell it. Yeah. And I'm just like, yes, I love it. But like, just, this is a side note. Suri's with him, like he said, and she's like, "When I thought you were taking me to California, I thought you were taking me to Coachella or Disneyland." Coachella? Are you going like, to Coachella? Let's bring her to Coachella. Let's have a whole movie about her Dude, going to Coachella. Dude, she can rap like no other. I'm down. Oh my yes. gosh, I love it. I love it. I love. 
especially like this whole the actual plot it's like killmonger has the right intentions wrong mm-hmm. execution yeah yep that's basically because nice. the way he winds up like of course that's a good thing to want is you know black people all over the world are suffering mm-hmm. and yeah. wakanda has the resources to end that and arguably they should but maybe not by doing like serial violence, violence which is like what imperialism has done. There's even yeah. at one point Killmonger says the sun will never set on the Wakandan Empire. Yep. That is a quote from like the British Empire, yeah. which, yep. you know, kind of destroyed Africa and many other places and India. destabilized yeah. tons of places. And then yep. Amer- and then like giving out weapons and being like, here, like free yourselves is mm-hmm. like a very American tactic, and that's how that's, we destabilize the Middle East. Yeah, that's what happened. That. That's heavily accurate. <laughs> yeah, so it's like learn from the mistakes of history versus repeating them, which I think is what T'Challa did. He learned from mm-hmm. everything that had happened, and he was like, "There's something we have to do something, but we can't <clears throat> like keep repeating that cycle of violence." And that's why, like. And that's why, um, so it goes, the end scene is him just being like, I've bought these places in Oakland so we can help these people. And then the next scene, which is a mid credit scene, is him going to the UN, which shows his character as a whole because in Civil War, when Black Widow goes up to him, he he talks about how he doesn't like politics, how Mm. he's just like, one man can do as many as, like, 10 or something like that and then the father chimes in with his unless you need to move a piano thing and then um, (laughs) I loved his dad his dad was great um, I liked how he went about it first because he embodied both mentalities Mm -hmm. of what he talked about in that movie of I'm gonna go do something on my own first which is help Oakland Mm -hmm. and then I'll go bigger and broader with UN and try to collaborate yeah yeah and which is admirable as all hell. Mm. Um, <clears throat> in the movie, he like he doesn't die necessarily. They have like this astral plane where the, like souls go, mm-hmm. soul stone. Blah, blah, blah. No, no, um, Infinity echo, Stone was in echo, this movie, echo, and echo. I was happy. Yeah, uh, but where the souls of like past kings and queens go, and he goes there for a second time, and he yells at these people. He yells at his ancestors. Why didn't you do anything? Because he's so mad with himself and mad with what his country has done, because of what Killmonger has brought into his like sight, his line of vision, and he's like, "Why haven't you done anything?" And yeah. uh, Chaka comes up to him and he says. We may have not done anything, but you can do something. Does he? I thought it was more or less like he's going on the rant and yeah. like ga ga ga, and then he's like, "But I can, I can," and that's why I'm not coming yeah. back. But Are he, all the like ancestors like? Is that that scene from the trailer where there's like actual like Black Panthers like? Yeah, the yeah that's all like, them. The that's all them. Oh, okay, yeah, because sweet. like whenever they eat the fruit to go see, like. Their ancestors, because that's what um, Killmonger does. Because after he throws the child off a waterfall, he eats the plant, mm-hmm. and then like um, instead of going to a tree, he goes back to the old apartment where his dad died. Oh. Yeah, and like has a spiritual talk with his dad. Mm. It's just yeah, and like that was a wonderful thing. Like the scene entirely of that was great because you see again, it gives more depth to Killmonger. Yeah, yeah. as of why he's a great villain because it's not just like why he it wasn't just his ambition to take over Wakanda it was just to be like hey dad I made it oh yeah. it's really yeah. sad because like, his dad oh. always told him 
the sunsets in Wakanda are the most beautiful thing on the earth. Oh. And that's how he dies. He looks at the sunset of Wakanda. Yeah. But the thing about his death is that T'Challa gives him a choice. He says, we can help you and you can become better. You can become one of us. And he's like, no, this is how I want to go. He chooses his Well, fate. no, he does a very much more bigger thing yeah. than that. Like, he gives a quote where it's like, um, it's like, um, bury me at sea mm-hmm. because my ancestors knew it was better to die at sea than live in bondage, which yeah. was a direct quote Ooh, to life. Just I chills. just got goosebumps. Yeah, dude. It really oh my does. Gosh. It's, it, Man. it's a wonderful. Like how he chose to go out was, yeah. was wonderful. Man. Oh, I got goosebumps. I just, I'm just so glad that like we, I think, you know, it's a superhero film. It can't be that deep. Well, no, the superheroes, superheroes movies have evolved they into really like have. these yeah. things where social issues and political issues and just like things that can be brought up in society can be prevalent and can be talked about. Because right. if yeah. not, if they haven't evolved, what the hell are we talking about right yeah. now? Yeah, I think that Black Panther has done for the discussion on race what Wonder Woman did Day for, for the, the discussion, discussion on, on women. Yeah, on gender equality, yeah. for sure. And I think that... So, like, at one point, sometime last year, there was this lovely quote from someone in the higher-up of Marvel Comics that was like, I think, you know, comics aren't as popular anymore, and sales figures shows that. And I think that it's because of diversity. I think that because of diversity, we're being less successful. Quote. And it's like... I remember this quote. I don't. Hmm. Angers hmm. me. How much has Black Panther made in yeah, the time that it's this been This is out? the one time in the year, like one time in like you'll ever see where uh, domestic is considerably higher than international right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Definitely. Just even in comics, like Miss Marvel. I love Miss Marvel. Brie Larson, you're yeah. gonna do great. Yeah, yes. like I, I wouldn't probably read Marvel comics if I hadn't like heard of names like Kamala Khan yeah. and Miss Marvel mm-hmm. and like These actually movies, things that people like, are talking about versus like the same characters <laughs> over and over and over. Like I love Wolverine, but yeah. I'm so they're always gonna write about Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, but no, like and like the inverse happens to me where like. Um, I watched Iron Man and I'm like, I must get to know everything. So I bought a comic <laughs> yeah. and then I read it. And then I'm like, huh, Mr. Man who said that. Yeah. And now yeah. we're going to have a big upsale in Black Panther comics, I think, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Oh, yeah. For sure. And, and those are, to me, the best com- Like, I love Black Panther comics because they're so, like, the storyline's so diverse and it's so, like... The comics differ from the movie, obviously, but yeah. it's just, it's a unique storytelling experience mm-hmm. to read some Black Panther comics. I just, I just, all everything about this movie, I'm just so excited for. I know I've gotten spoilers, but I think that all the in-between <laughs> accounts, too. Yeah. I know, I, like... There's so many strong female characters in this film, which I love. Yes. The elite <laughs> guard are all made up of women, and they're awesome. Yes. 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 I mean, we've talked a lot about Shuri. Like, favorite Disney princess now. Princess Shuri of Fight me if you don't think that's a Disney princess. Fight, Fight me, me in the streets. Fun fact, though. Uh, this is nothing to do with talk about, but Ryan Coogler, the director, uh, I remember looking this up. This is his third big film. Really? Wow. Like, this is his third big film. Um, 
ironically, third big film also featuring Mike, uh, Michael B. Jordan because oh. he did he did Creed. Oh my god! I didn't know and, that. Yeah, he did Creed. I love that movie. And Creed's amazing. Oh, and then yeah. he did uh, is it Fruitvale Station? Yes, 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 Which, yes, yes, yes. Really Dude. poignant film. Oh. Really poignant film. I think Marvel has kind of Marvel. <laughs> They've honed in on yeah. the great act, the great directors. Yeah, like they realized that time. their movies need to be different. Like with Thor Ragnarok, um, they made it Taika very Wati- seventy. Taiki Watiti has not done a lot of big films. Yeah, no, he's very short film. Yeah, he's very man. short film. But like they've realized they need these different points of view if they want yeah. to sell yeah. this universe. Than the same like three dudes yeah. over and over directing things. Yeah. Looking at you, James Gunn, get better. James Gunn. James Gunn. He he had it the first time. He did. The second time. What'd you do, son? What'd you do differently? Oh, I, be- I believe in you. You, c- you can be better. But I uh, I didn't bring it up when we were talking about so how gorgeous this movie is. <laughs> oh my God. There is an issue in film where people don't know how to light black bodies. But in this one, specifically, uh, Kogler sought out someone who worked on, he worked on Midnight, or not moon, moonlight. moonlight. Moonlight, gosh. Uh, moonlight, he worked on a lot of other films, and he's kind of the one person in Hollywood mm-hmm. who like has the formula down in yeah. terms of like how to do lighting for black down, actors. definitely. Because they constantly look like they're just glowing. Yeah. Like, it's this beautiful, like, how the colors affect the person in the film. Yeah. Like, it's the bright oranges and the bright, and like, those purple colors. It just looks like they're painted, and it's beautiful. Yeah. I love I love films that are both, like, have a lot of depth in mm-hmm. terms of, like, the plot. And, and the also costume just, design is on point. Yes. Mm-hmm. And are also just aesthetically pleasing. Because oh, sometimes yeah. I feel like people are like, you have to sacrifice one for the other. And it's like, no, no you, you don't. don't. You, you gotta, just, you just got to try harder. You got to try harder. You got to put yeah. in the effort. Put in the effort, guys. That's where people stop. I'm like, we got to try. Let's not do put this. Put in the <laughs> effort. I just want to make a quick movie and a quick buck. And I'm just That's like, I want to tell a good story, have great action, and have fantastic characters. Where's my costume design? Yeah. Let's go. Let's do this. I like that um, in the in the kind of fandom that has already coalesced beyond Black Panther too is that like people are wearing like traditional clothing to the theater to go see this movie. Yeah. Yes, and oh like gosh. everyone coming out of the theater and Dancing. shouting like Wakanda yeah. forever. There yeah. was a group of people next to me, and they had like these beautiful like outfits on. I'm like, yes, <laughs> you look amazing. <laughs> like just traditional like headgear. Headgear. This guy dressed like. Uh, T'Challa's like you know that black outfit he wears in yeah, the beginning. The, the he suit. had that outfit on. What? Yes, and I was like, oh my gosh, what did you do? And he said he had sewn it himself. I'm like, Dude. you deserve a million dollars because you look like a million bucks. Oh my god, <laughs> he looked amazing. I love it. I love. I love that this film will also give like so many more opportunities for diverse cosplay because mm-hmm. so often, and I think that you know you can cosplay whoever regardless yeah. of skin color or body type. Yeah. But there aren't a lot of black characters in the first place yeah. that have like very iconic outfits in which to cosplay in, and I think that man Comic Con this year it's gonna be lit. It's gonna be lit <laughs> it's gonna be crazy <sighs> ah, i just love this film and everything it's done and i can't I wait to s- actually yeah. see it i want to see someone in the queen uh angela bassett's outfit oh with the headgear on and the white dress i that want to dress. see someone what that was 3d <sighs> printed <laughs> yeah no like yeah. most of the things in this film yeah like um in the, I'm gonna keep referencing this scene. Yeah. The uh, casino scene. Lapita's dress is 3D printed. Yeah. And I'm oh just my like, gosh. what? 
It's just, I want to see someone in that beautiful. costume too. Oh, it's just beautiful. I love this combination of like traditionalism mm-hmm. and modernism. Modernism. I love that. And it flows together. It's not an easy thing to do because some movies try to do it and it, does, it doesn't, doesn't work. work. Yeah. But this really like, it's so easily like flowed together. Yeah. I love, I just love this film. I love everything <laughs> this film. I love that it is a complicated idea. Yeah. It's not just like Wakanda is the ultimate nation ever. It has made no mistakes. It's yeah. like no. you, like Wakanda, you got to face it that, like. And what you did in the beginning was smart, but now that as the world has evolved, you kind of need to wake up. Yeah, because yeah. can you imagine if if there because the people who make those awful arguments of like, well, you know. Africa is just dilapidated. Like, there's nothing in Africa. But what if there was this massive superpower mm-hmm. that black people all over the world could be, like, look United up to? World. Yeah. Yeah. So I can definitely see both sides of... And that's what makes it so good, is that you need to have that moral conflict in films, and especially in antagonists. So maybe um, those, like, Killmonger was right shirts will be yeah. marketed a little more. I could not see Disney maybe like no, marketing. Disney no, is they not definitely will any. not. No, here's Disney just being like, okay, do we sell the shirt? Do we claim do we yeah. sue them because it is or do yeah. we not? What do we yeah. do? Yeah. Either way, Disney get on the marketing like merchandising because people I are gonna need buy great it. merchandise so I can rep every single character <laughs> in this movie. I want a Shuri shirt and I just want oh, a shirt I with do Michael too. B. Jordan shirt, please. Yes. I want <laughs> like yes. Just it's him just shirtless. Him. It's just him I'm on my shirt. I'm down. What is on your shirt? It's Michael B. B. Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> I'm just glad he got a second try at being in a superhero film that oh. actually worked out. Isn't that funny though? Captain America yeah, was two, human torch. Two torches were remade into better characters. I love it. Someone had the quote like when you're a phoenix and you burn, you you come back as the Marvel's greatest characters. <laughs> I'm like, yes, accurate. Oh my gosh, poor Michael B. Jordan. That movie was so bad. <laughs> Love him. Love but him. But this movie was so yeah. good, yeah. and I'm so glad. He's a wonderful actor. Ah, <laughs> uh, but this has been fantastic podcast. Yeah. Oh, it's been really great. Has. I love and it. this has been it's brought me joy talking about this movie. Yes. <laughs> And this has been The Coven Podcast. Thank you guys for joining me tonight. Uh, I was your host, Daily Wilhelm, the Witch of the Wavelengths. Joining me today was... Kaylee, the sound of the sorceress. And... Dylan Bates in the Mad Sorceress of Media. I decided to put... There we go. Change There we go. I dig it. I dig it. But uh, you can find all things that I'm sure you will dig here at ByteBSU.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter... Instagram and YouTube at ByteBSU and you can find our other lovely podcasts here at ByteBSU or on the Ball State Daily on SoundCloud. Be sure to check those out and be sure to join us again where we will talk about uh, there's... We've peaked. We've peaked with Black Panther. Like <laughs> yep. That's going to be the Series best thing finale. to happen this year. Every Series other finale. show is going to be about the Black Panther yeah. until the end of time. This is now the Black Panther Podcast. Thanks for joining <laughs> us.